Welcome to Minority Landlords Podcast, your manual to financial freedom. Are you looking to escape the nine to five rat race? Do you want to earn passive income while building generational wealth for you and your family and don't know how to get started? Well, you're at the right place. Here at Minority Landlords, we're here to help educate minorities about real estate investing. And now your host, Pepe Amoti. Hey, it's host Pepe with the 38th episode of Minority Landlords Podcast. I'm psyched for today's episode because I'll be talking about the bar strategy. Uh, for those that don't know, bar stands for buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat. Self-explanatory, right? Basically, you are flipping a house. Mainly, usually it's an apartment, right? You're, you're, you're flipping it in order to increase its value and, and then refinancing it so that you can take money out of it and go buy another property and then just repeating it right i personally love this strategy way better than just a straight up flipping method i know there's a lot of folks that flipping works amazing for them but for myself buy and hold is the strategy that i prefer and doing bar is definitely an amazing strategy for those that want to do buy and hold or just get into another strategy that you are not actually getting rid of the property, but you are keeping it. I won't sit here and tell you all this is an easy strategy like most gurus claim, right? But this strategy, just like any other strategy in real estate, requires hard work. As a matter of fact, this requires a lot of work because you've got to make sure that you are buying a distressed enough property at a low enough price price with quite a significant room for improvement and creativity on your part that will allow the value of that particular property to increase. So I'll give you guys some advantages and disadvantages of the bar strategy. The one biggest, number one biggest advantage is the equity. If you buy rights and make good in renovations, you can significantly increase the equity in that particular property. The second one is the potential for a high return on your investment. Since you are probably putting low to no money down to acquire that particular property, the return on your investment can be pretty astronomical depending on how you did your numbers so it's a really really a numbers game so make sure that you really understand your numbers if you don't know yet or you are unsure try to maybe work with other folks who've done this and see what they've done what has worked and how they play with their numbers to make sure that you don't mess around because like i say the numbers this is a really really big numbers game in a sense that if you mess up with your numbers if your math isn't as good or accurate than you are setting yourself up for failure the third advantage is that you now have an already rehab property since the property has been renovated the likelihood of having maintenance calls will significantly decrease meaning that you save a lot of money over time because now you have this property that is completely renovated for the most part now look at some disadvantages of the bar strategy number one dealing with rehabs if you are not very familiar with construction and rehab and such this can be a very frustrating and might take some time to learn and understand the strategy in order to not lose money 
Remember, when rehabbing, all sorts of issues tend to appear. So be prepared for anything and everything to go wrong. If you aren't creative, you might end up being disappointed. The second disadvantage is a low appraisal. If your home ends up not being appraised properly, that would suck. So make sure you really understand what will increase the value of your home so that you focus on those particular things and don't waste your money and time on things that won't really increase the value of your home. Remember, we are just focusing here on increasing the value so we can refinance it and you know, and they're also trying to like rent it to folks. So you're also trying to make it look good enough so that tenants could be attracted to it and take it out of the market as soon as possible. The third disadvantage is that you will have to deal with two closing costs, which can be pretty high one is when you close on the property and the other one is when you refinance so just be aware of this when you are embark into this bar strategy journey the fourth disadvantage is finding tenants if you're in a bad market where finding talent is an issue then that would be unfortunate and could make your bar really hard because remember banks require the property to have tenants already existing in it before they can do the refinance. So make sure that you, again, like I've talked so many times about this, make sure that you are choosing a market that is great, a market that is desirable so that your property is not just sitting there for months and months and months before it can get taken by somebody. The fifth disadvantage is that you are likely to get short-term loans such as hard, using hard money lenders and whatnot. This can be challenging because the interest rates tend to be much higher. So if you're in a market where things are slow or if you don't really know what you're doing and you do not make the time frame that you had set, that could potentially end up costing you hundreds to thousands of dollars in just interest rates. Right. Now, I'll talk about some few things that you guys should just keep in mind for those who are interested in the bar strategy. Number one, you have to have a strategy of how you will find a below market, very cheap, distressed property that has rehab potentials. So try targeting foreclosed properties or properties that look shabby to turn it around. So make sure you learn, learn, learn how to analyze deals and stick to your criteria so that you don't end up overpaying and shooting yourself on the foot. The second thing you need to keep in mind is like make sure that you stick to your budget, folks. I can't stress this enough. Bar is pretty different from flipping. I wouldn't suggest wasting money on any unnecessary fixes. Feel free to even cheaply cover up some minor things and only focus on whatever it is that will increase the value of your property. Some of examples include repairing or replacing a roof, right? That will increase the value of your property. Putting a newer heating system, right? That will increase the value of your property. Fixing the kitchen and such, right? The kitchen, like that will increase the value of your property. Also, it will be attractive to the potential tenants that you will be looking for not very long after you finish all the renovations. These will help increase value of your property and make your property desirable in the eyes of tenants. So because remember, with bodies, that's renting piece as well. So, yep, you want your property rented as soon as possible, as soon as you are done renovating it. So make sure that as you are thinking about increasing the value in a appraiser's mindset, but also think about the things that tenants will find attractive in order for them to take the property 
as soon as they see it. The third thing you need to keep in mind is that make sure you hire the right people and stick to the time frame that you've set for yourself. Having the right contractors will help you get your projects completed in a timely manner. Because remember, every day your property is not rented or not refinanced, you're essentially losing money. The fourth thing you need to keep in mind is like once the renovations are done, make sure you focus majority of your time and energy on finding tenants so that you can start making money on day one. Lastly, make sure that before you buy another property, you already have secured pre-approval for refinancing. This will help you have money ready for that next property. All right, folks, that's all I have for y'all. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, stay hungry. Thank you for listening to Minority Landlords Podcast. Please like and subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes so that we can reach as many people as possible. We will appreciate it if you tell your friends and family too about the podcast. Also visit us at minoritylandlords.com.